0: All right, so today I have Dusty Rollins on the line, and he's founder over at Oxford Business Services. Dusty, welcome to the show. Thank you, Adam. Great
1: to be here, and I'm excited.
0: Same here. I'm excited to get into what you're doing over at Oxford Business Services and how you're helping your clients. But before we do that, let's get a little bit into your background. So how did you get started in your career and in business?
1: Great question. I love it. So I, you know, I grew up in a boarding school in Asia and so I had a unique, uh, perspective on things. And when I came back to the States, I, uh, you know, did the dutifully journey to college and, you know, kind of, uh, I, I, I always tell people I love learning. I hate school. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I muddled through that, graduated and then, uh, within, within a quick period of time, I was working for a nonprofit group they realized i realized that i was unemployable and so it was just not working so i kind of went into business by default if you will now i'm thrilled to death right Uh, but i went in by default Um, and so when i got into business i just went into real estate because of course when you have no training and no skills and no business knowledge real estate's the easy thing right I uh, bought one of those courses off TV, No Money Down Real Estate, and went into it, and um, it, it really started opening my eyes. It was really business is, in my mind, the biggest challenge we have. Like, it really reveals who you are on a deep, conceptual level, and so I did really well at the beginning, and then I had some really crash-and-burn type things, and um, bankruptcy, foreclosure, the whole gamut that really... You know, really makes you question who you are, what you're made of, what you're, what you're doing, and so. Um, but I kept trudging on, and then that's that's the main way that I got into the business is by default, rather than by the, some uh, clearly devious take over the world plan.
0: Wow, I love that story and I think it's very consistent. I mean we've done a thousand episodes here and it's really consistent wow. um with, with many of the people I've interviewed. So sometimes people think it's just this clear cut like path, like, oh I did A, then B, then C and it's like, no, there are some zigs and some zags in this journey, the ups, the downs, the sideways really everything in between. Um, So that being said, Dusty, you know, there's some uh, younger entrepreneurs or people that are just graduating that are listening to this now and they're, uh, and maybe they're, you know, where you were when you bought that first course or got that first thing to realize, Hey, I'm unemployable, AKA um, I need to start my own business. Um, What kind of advice would you give to that newbie that's out there really just getting
1: started? It's a great question and I love it. And I you know I have a buddy that was or is a Marine. You're always a Marine, right? A U.S. Marine. <laughs> right. Um, and he he talked he talks to me about boot camp, which is a pretty intense thing. And he talks about it's it's something I would never do again, in a million years, and I wouldn't give up for the world. And so I think the tension is similar to at least my business journey. You know, it's 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 tough. And, and, you know, I tell people, look, it's, you know, in financial services, I know you were way back, Adam, you were in financial services. I tell people, you know, if, if you're trying to get into that field in particular, you know, if you can make it five years, it'll be the most beautiful business you've ever imagined. Um, but only about one out of a hundred can make it the five years. So I tell, I would, to answer your question, they need to really focus on their mental side, on the fear side, on, on really kind of buckling down and getting ready and then committing. And I remember for probably the first 10 years of my business career, I was always, and again, remember I just said I'm unemployable, but I'd go to the, back then that we actually had real newspapers, I'd go to the classified section and see what jobs were out there, you know, nearly daily, that like I just needed a backup plan. And I heard a quote uh, from a guy, he said, look, you can quit. At any day you can quit and go get a job just not today, and I'm telling you, that really got me through, I mean, there were, you know, and if you do that for enough days, if you do that for 3,000 days, then you've been in business almost 10 years, right, so it's not, to me, it's not even this grand scheme, it's just this big gut level of saying you really got to want it, and then that's, that that would be the other thing, I think you said, what, one thing, and I'm on eight here, but the, (laughs) another thing would be, you just have to want it. If you don't want it, then it's okay. It's Don't judge yourself or beat yourself up. Just keep a job. There's no, no shame in that at all. But if you're going to start your own business and launch out, you just have to want it because there will be times when nobody, 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 including yourself, thinks you can do it.
0: Man, that's awesome. That, that's great advice. Um, let's uh, let's switch it up a bit, uh, Dusty. I want to get into what you're doing over at Oxford
1: Business Services. So first, uh, tell me a little bit more about the business, please. Excellent. So we got into when I got into business, like I was talking before, we got into real estate, and after a couple of years, we had a good year, and we owe taxes. So we went to our accountant at the time, and and he said, "Well, you made this, and you owe this," and we're like, "No, no, 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 no." you know, let's renegotiate, you know, I, I declined the offer, thank you, but no, not, you, know, um, you, you mixed up my file with some other rich guy, you know, I could not owe that big of a tax bill because I didn't make that much in my mind. So that began the self-pursuit of tax planning, and um, what that ultimately I went and got credentials and licenses and everything to, to practice for the IRS. But that began my my self-learning, and one of the things that's interesting, what I do now at Oxford Business Services, one of the advantages I believe I have that I bring to the table is I'm what, what I call a front-of-the-check advisor, meaning I have been there in those dark, deep moments when you borrow money, you put your family at risk, you put all your financial dreams on hold, you're borrowing money to write a check and sign the front of a check to pay employees to keep your dream going. And a lot of times you don't—they're employees you don't even care about, you know. Like they're like, or, or they're talking behind your back. It's like this—all this emotion. I under so when you have done that, when you've signed the front of a check, something on a gut level has shifted. And so I find a lot of these business owners—I'm sure a lot of your listeners—they have done that. We're front of the check people, and yet all of our advisors—or this is what I typically find—all of our advisors are not. So if you're CPA or your tax advisor. If they aren't front of the check people, there's going to be a level that they can't go to and they can't relate to you, which I can. Because I, I didn't get in the tax business first. I got into the business first and then went into the tax business.
0: That's awesome. Um, so what do you find are some of the biggest uh pain points of, and because and I know not everybody d- does this extra layer. So what I mean by that is they know that there's possibly other tax strategies out there. They know there's other things that maybe their CPA, they've been with their CPA right. 20 years, and, and you're not replacing CPAs, just to be clear for everyone listening. So Dusty's exactly. not replacing CPAs. He's adding and layering additional strategies. So um, that on top of what the, uh, the great work they're already doing for you. So he's a partner. That being said, um, why do you think some people don't take that extra step to call a company like Oxford Business Services when they know that there's a the potential
1: to be helped there? Great question. Again, um, you've been doing this a while. <laughs> you're, you're a good interviewer. Um, so I, you know, I think there, there is in our back of our psyche, there is this fear of an audit. And, and I think the IRS, you know, I had a, a buddy who used to work for the criminal division of the IRS which they're the real bad guys you know <laughs> they carry yeah. guns and and they go after the Al Capone type people so he was a lifelong cr- criminal division attorney and we go and uh smoke cigars together and he was telling me that a, a number of years ago he tangentially he wasn't the main guy but he worked on the case against Wesley Snipes because it was actually uh, just in a district over from me and, you know, Wesley Snipes was a famous actor who was a tax protester, and he ended up getting the maximum, I think he ended up getting like three years in jail. I don't know if he served at all, but he was, you know, Wesley Snipes was basically saying, he wasn't looking for deductions, he was saying, I don't have to, it's not my, a requirement to pay taxes. So all these politicians that tell us that the tax code is voluntary, it is completely voluntary till you decide not to volunteer, and then it's involuntary, and you can go to jail. The point of it is this, my buddy said, Wesley Snipes got the maximum sentence because if a little business owner, you know, a little guy that owns a donut shop in some armpit town in America, if he goes to jail for IRS fraud, nobody knows. If Wesley Snipes goes to jail for fraud, everybody knows. So they, they saw that as a big bang for the buck. And so there is a lot of intimidation out there. That's not warranted. And so all the strategies we do are are IRS approved. And so it doesn't mean we never get audited. It just means it's not an issue if you run it right and set it up right. An audit should not be something that is fearful. So I find a lot of business owners will overpay their taxes for 10, 12, 15, 20 years because they're scared of an audit that never actually happens. Wow.
0: Um, so, Dusty, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on Oxford Business Services, what, what, what what's your sweet spot in terms of clients that you like working with? So if they're driving their car right now and they're like, <laughs> oh, I might fall into that category, I could have somebody else take another look at this. What's the sweet spot in terms of type of client you like working with?
1: Perfect question. Let me explain it this way. There's three levels of tax planning. Level one is a W-2. You're an employee. Nothing wrong, it's something like 80 plus percent, 90% of Americans get a W-2, right? But when you're that person and you don't have a business, you're basically screwed. There's basically nothing you can do uh, on the tax planning side. Level, so that's level one. Level two, so everyone on level one says, well, what can I do, Dusty? I say, well, start a business. So level two is the business owner. And um, the IRS punishes you if you don't have a business. So on level two, if you have a business, you can start doing all the deductions. I'm sure you take advantage of them, you know, of the of the of the legal write-offs of mileage and things you use for business that you don't know, pay tax on that income. And so we do a lot of that. But the, where we, our firm specializes is what we call level three. It's the elite. It's the Navy Seals type stuff. And it's where and on level one and two the IRS is the enemy. You know, they're kind of the the uh, the great dark side or the evil empire. To, Use a Star Wars analogy. On level three, you actually begin to partner with the IRS. Now, here's what I mean with that. Because all the libertarians in your audience just had a shot of pain, you know, awkwardly go up their spine when you talk about uh, partnering with government. I, I, it's not a partnership. It's not a surrender. But the IRS uses the tax code to guide behavior. And so what I tell people is when you're building wealth as a business owner, When what you're wanting to do aligns with what the IRS is wanting to reward with tax favorability, when you can align those two items, then that's where the magic happens. That's where the IRS is actually helping you build your wealth. And now think of how much of a different mindset it is. So it's not like we're buddy-buddy with the IRS at all. Um, It's just a matter of we're saying, hey, business owners, here are some of the tax strategies that the IRS is saying they want you to use because in their infinite wisdom, this will help the economy, the country, what have you. If we align that with what you're trying to do. So to answer your question, that a level, that elite level, that business owner really needs to be doing 500, a minimum of 500, preferably a million dollars or more and have several employees. And when they do that, we can open up that whole tax magic work woodshed there that is just a phenomenal amount of tools. That's awesome. Uh,
0: so, Dusty, uh, so if somebody's listening to this and they do fit that criteria, um, what's the best way for them to get in touch with Oxford Business Services?
1: If they go to DustyRollins.com, DustyRollins, R-O-L-L-I-N-S.com, Dusty Rollins, R-O-L-L-I-N-S.com I'll, I'll send you a link, too, for the show notes, Adam. If they go there, I, my, ta- my book is called The Taxpayer Manifesto, and I've got a link on there where they can get a completely free, real hard, real copy. See, I'm I'm old enough that I, I still like to real you know, to read real books. So I'll ship it out and it's not any of this free plus shipping stuff where you give your credit card and pay eight bucks for shipping. It's completely free. No credit card needed, just put your name and, and mailing address and I will ship you a copy. That's awesome.
0: Well, hey, Dusty, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and all the great work you're doing over at Oxford Business Services to help your clients. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store, Uh, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And, uh, Dusty, thanks again for coming on the show.